between 25 and 30 percent of your Bible is prophecy. Did you know that Bible prophecy reveals vital truths about the future of the world and your own future? With war, sickness, suffering, and pain all around us, many people are tempted to lose hope. But if you understand Bible prophecy, you can find hope for the future and for your own life. There are basic keys to understanding Bible prophecy. You need to know what they are. Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. Bible prophecy has long intrigued many people. Is the world about to end? Is Jesus Christ's second coming near? What's going to happen around the world in the next decade or the next century? Will the world come to an end? The Bible reveals the answers to those questions. Regular viewers of Tomorrow's World program know that there are great prophesied events just ahead. We've covered those events many times in previous programs. Events are building toward the day of the Lord and other major milestones prophesied in the Bible. Our world is in turmoil. Earthquakes and tsunamis kill hundreds of thousands and leave millions homeless. More than a billion human beings live on the edge of starvation. Terrorists kill and maim to advance religious and political agendas. Politicians lie, cheat, and steal. Civil and national wars destroy families and countries. Diseases strike the unsuspecting. Much of humanity lives each day in fear of violence and death. Did you know that Jesus Christ predicted these trends? Bible prophecy reveals that we will continue to see these trends increase. Jesus revealed the trends and signs that would precede His second coming. These signs are found in the famous Olivet Prophecy, so-called because he gave this prophecy on the Mount of Olives. This prophecy is found in your Bible in Matthew chapter 24, Mark the 13th chapter, and Luke the 21st chapter. Be sure that you read those chapters. My friends, your Bible reveals the future of the world. For many, Bible prophecy is a mystery, a puzzle, and a matter of human interpretation. But there are real answers. On today's program, we'll examine five keys to understanding Bible prophecy, and we'll be offering an exciting free booklet on Bible prophecy. It's titled, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. This free booklet will give you greater understanding of Bible prophecy than you've ever had before. Be sure to write down the address and phone number to order your free copy. Just ask for the booklet on prophecy. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. If you have your Bible, turn to the book of 2 Peter chapter 1, 2 Peter 1 verse 19. The Apostle Peter asserts that Bible prophecy is not a matter of human interpretation, but is of divine origin. 2 Peter 1 verse 19. The King James Version states it this way, We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed. The Apostle Peter was aware of the Scriptures and their prophecies. He affirms that these prophecies are certain and sure. 
and that we as Christians should take heed of them or seriously pay attention to them. Yes, Bible prophecy is divinely inspired. You can count on the predictions contained in the Bible. In fact, Bible prophecy outlines God's future plan for all humanity. It's exciting, and it's God's gift to us if we're willing to study it, prove it, and accept it. Now, let's consider several keys to understanding Bible prophecy. Key number one is, the Bible interprets its own symbols. As you saw in last week's program, the book of Revelation contains symbolic language. Revelation, the first chapter, gives a description of the glorified Messiah, the Son of Man, standing in the midst of seven lampstands. And in verse 16 of the same chapter, it describes him as holding seven stars. What do these stars and lampstands symbolize? You don't need to guess. I don't need to guess. The Bible itself tells us the meaning. Revelation 1, verse 16. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. Verse 20 gives us the answer. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. In Bible symbolism, stars are angels, and lampstands are churches. The writer of the book of Revelation, or the Apocalypse, continues in the next two chapters, writing God's message and admonition to the seven churches in Asia Minor, or modern-day Turkey. Of course, the Apostle John was writing this book near the end of the first century A.D., Let's take a look at a couple of other biblical symbols. Prophetic literature uses the word mountain as a symbol of a kingdom, empire, or government. Turn in your Bible to Jeremiah 51 and verse 24. Your Bible probably has a heading to chapter 51 such as God's judgment or vengeance upon Babylon. God is declaring his punishment on the great empire of Babylon. Jeremiah 51 verse 24. And I will repay Babylon and all the inhabitants of Chaldea for all the evil they have done in Zion in your sight, says the Lord. Behold, I am against you, O destroying mountain, who destroys all the earth, says the Lord. And I will stretch out my hand against you, roll you down from the rocks, and make you a burnt mountain. God uses the symbol of a mountain for a kingdom or an empire. Now, notice how this helps us to understand more clearly Daniel's prophecy about the coming kingdom of God. Turn to the second chapter of the book of Daniel. Here, Daniel tells King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon his dream. The king dreamed of a great image. He saw a stone smash the feet of this image. Now, on a previous program, we explained the historic fulfillment and the biblical interpretation of the image. It represented the kingdom of Babylon, succeeded by the Persian Empire the Greco-Macedonian Empire, and finally the Roman Empire. Daniel is telling the king about his dream in Daniel 2, verse 35. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Daniel told King Nebuchadnezzar that he was the head of gold represented in the image. Daniel said in verse 38, You are this head of gold. But what was this stone that became a great mountain and filled the earth? 
Again, the Bible interprets the Bible. Read verse 44, Daniel 2, verse 44. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. What mountain or kingdom will rule the whole earth? As so many prophecies explain, that kingdom will be the kingdom of God ruled by the King of Kings, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. He'll destroy the last revival of the end-time Roman Empire. Finally, peace will rule over all the earth under the government and kingdom of God. We've explored a couple examples of symbolism. Stars are symbolic of angels. A mountain can be symbolic of a kingdom or government. So key number one to understanding Bible prophecy is the Bible interprets its own symbols. The second key to understanding biblical prophecy is that some prophecies may jump in time by a couple thousand years. We call this a prophetic time gap. We'll discuss this important key in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you our free informative booklet titled, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. What does Bible prophecy predict for the future of these great nations? One of the greatest principles for understanding Bible prophecy is to know where in the Bible such nations are mentioned. Nations such as the United States, Canada, Great Britain, Australia, and New Zealand. You need to know the biblical origin of these nations. Most theologians and preachers are way off base in their prophetic framework because they lack that knowledge. Our free booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy, gives you that vital information. This booklet will give you the historic and biblical proof of the prophecies relating to these countries. Major prophetic events are outlined in this booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free booklet, the United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. Just ask for the booklet on prophecy. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World. P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. In the first part of our program, we discussed a vital key for understanding Bible prophecy. The Bible interprets its own symbols. Key number two for understanding Bible prophecy is understand prophetic time gaps. Let's look at an example in Luke 4, verse 16. Jesus was visiting his hometown of Nazareth and was invited to read from the Scriptures on the Sabbath. He was given the scroll of Isaiah, Luke 4 and verse 16. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. 
He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now listen to this. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Yes, the Messiah had come to preach the gospel to the poor, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus told them that this very prophecy of Isaiah was now being fulfilled through him. But was that all of the prophecy? Turn back to the prophecy Jesus read. Notice two mission statements here in Isaiah 61 and verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. Jesus closed the book he was reading right in the middle of a verse. He omitted the second part of the verse referring to the day of vengeance. Why? Because the remainder of Isaiah's prophecy applies to Jesus' second coming when the day of the Lord, the day of God's vengeance and wrath, takes place. There's a time gap of about 2,000 years between the fulfillment of the first part of the verse and the second part of the verse. Key number two for understanding Bible prophecy is understand prophetic time gaps. The third key for understanding Bible prophecy is recognize prophetic duality. Often in the Bible, we find a former fulfillment of a prophecy and a later, more climactic, final fulfillment of the prophecy. The principle of duality is found throughout the Bible. Key number three for understanding Bible prophecy is recognize prophetic duality. Turn in your Bible to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 45, for example. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. Who was the last Adam? Verse 47 gives us the answer. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is of the Lord from heaven. Yes, the second Adam was Jesus Christ. There's also the Old Testament and the New Testament and the physical city of Jerusalem and the future New Jerusalem that comes to earth from heaven. You can read about that in Revelation, the 21st chapter. Jesus' Olivet Prophecy in Matthew 24 is also an example of duality. Some of the terrible conditions Jesus described actually did take place when Jerusalem was destroyed. But that was just a type or a forerunner of the final climactic fulfillment. As Jesus said, unless he intervenes, the destructiveness of human beings would lead to total cosmicide and destruction of all life on planet Earth. Jesus warned us in Matthew 24 and in verse 21, For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Yes, prophecy is dual, and we ought to learn the lessons of history. The destruction of Jerusalem by the Roman armies in 70 A.D. was just a type of the great tribulation that lies just ahead. Key number three for understanding Bible prophecy is recognize prophetic duality. Key number four for understanding Bible prophecy is know the biblical origin of nations. Where is the United States mentioned in the Bible? Or under what name can we locate it? 
Where can we find Great Britain in the Bible? Obviously, the modern names do not appear, but the ancestors of these nations are prominently named in the Bible. Our free booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy, will give you a thorough explanation on the subject. Now, the Bible does mention such nations as Egypt, Libya, and Ethiopia. And it may surprise you that Assyria will eventually be one of the prominent nations in tomorrow's world, along with Egypt and Israel. You can read about that in Isaiah 19, verse 23. Also read the 10th and 11th chapters of Isaiah. But who is modern Assyria? We previously published a full article on this subject titled, A Fourth Reich, What is Germany's Future? Bible Prophecy and German History Offer Important Clues. Here is what Dr. Douglas Winnale wrote in the article, page 17. Quote, While most historians are reluctant or fail to make any connection between the disappearance of the Assyrians and the appearance of the Germanic tribes, the fact remains that no other nation's history and national character resembles Germany more than does that of Assyria. End of quote. The simple knowledge of the origin of nations in the Bible gives us a clearer understanding of Bible prophecy. One final quote from the article on page 30. Quote, When the Bible speaks of Assyria in the end times, it is speaking of Germany. End of quote. You can begin to understand much more about end time prophecy when you have the accurate knowledge of the modern descendants of ancient biblical nations. Our free booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy, will give you the historical and biblical information to identify these major nations in prophecy. Be sure to request your free copy. Key number four for understanding Bible prophecy is know the biblical origin of nations. Key number five for understanding Bible prophecy is learn God's prophetic framework. This is a major key for understanding Bible prophecy. This is a key that relatively few professing Christians know. There are many different ideas and scenarios regarding Bible prophecy. You may have heard of post-millennialism and amillennialism. These teach wrongly that Jesus Christ will return after the prophesied millennium or that he will not return at all. The truth is what is called premillennialism, the teaching that Christ will return to set up a literal kingdom here on earth for a literal period of 1,000 years. The book of Revelation describes a period of three and a half years leading up to the return of Christ. The first five seals of Revelation outlined in chapter 6 cover a period of two and one half years of the great tribulation Jesus spoke about in Matthew 24. The sixth seal is the heavenly signs. The whole world will be put on notice when this event occurs. Let's read that in Revelation 6 and verse 12. I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. What follows the heavenly signs? The heavenly signs introduced the one-year prophetic time period known as the Day of the Lord. The famous Day of the Lord is mentioned in some 30 prophecies in your Bible. This is the year of God's punishment on the nations, and it culminates with the well-known announcement of Christ's return and the establishment of the kingdom of God on earth. That's the exciting good news of prophecy, Revelation 11 and verse 15.
Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. We should all look forward to the return of Christ, and we need to be spiritually preparing for that soon coming event. As you can see, the Bible gives us an overall framework for prophecy. You need to understand that framework. Key number five for understanding Bible prophecy is learn God's prophetic framework. We'll discuss more specific keys to the framework of prophecy in the conclusion of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you an amazing free booklet that reveals major prophetic trends and events in the future. It's titled, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. My friends, you can know the future of America, Britain, and Western civilization. Bible prophecy reveals what historians, world leaders, and political analysts do not know and cannot know. But you can understand. Where are the United States, Great Britain, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand mentioned in Bible prophecy? What are the biblical origins of these nations? This free booklet will give you the answers. You need this vital key to understanding Bible prophecy. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy of The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. There's no cost or obligation. Just ask for the booklet on prophecy. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now. Or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. On today's program, we've discussed vital principles of prophecy. Bible prophecy reveals the future and the good news of God's coming kingdom. You need to understand what lies ahead. Key number five to understanding Bible prophecy was learn God's prophetic framework. We've pointed out three major milestones that give us the prophetic framework leading up to the return of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. They are, number one, the Great Tribulation, number two, the Heavenly Signs, and number three, the Day of the Lord. These three events cover a period of about three and one-half years. There are over 30 prophecies in your Bible referring to the Day of the Lord. Isaiah 34, 8 and Isaiah 63, 4 show that the day of the Lord in end-time prophecy, the time preceding the second coming, is a period of one year. You might want to write down those references, Isaiah 34, 8 and Isaiah 63, 4. Now, let me give you a few more references to help you understand God's framework of prophecy. Let's look at two prophetic events that will prevail for the three and one-half years preceding the return of Christ. If you have your Bible, turn to Revelation 11 and verse 1. The Apostle John writes in Revelation 11, verse 1, Then I was given a reed like a measuring rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, the altar, and those who worship there. But leave out the court which is outside the temple, 
and do not measure it, for it has been given to the Gentiles, and they will tread the holy city underfoot for forty-two months. And I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy one thousand two hundred and sixty days clothed in sackcloth. The holy city Jerusalem will be controlled not by the Jews, but by the Gentiles for forty-two months. And during that same period preceding the return of Christ, two great prophets will witness with great power, and they will contend with the revived Roman Empire, which will dominate the Middle East at that time. The two witnesses will prophesy for 1,260 days, or 42 months of 30 days in biblical terminology. This is a part of the prophetic framework you need to understand. At the conclusion of these events, the seventh trumpet sounds, announcing that the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. That's the good news we all look for and pray for. My friends, Bible prophecy is God's revelation to human beings about His plan for all humanity. You can begin to truly understand biblical prophecy if you choose to seek God wholeheartedly. On today's program, we've outlined five vital keys for understanding biblical prophecy. Key number one is the Bible interprets its own symbols. Key number two for understanding Bible prophecy is understand prophetic time gaps. Be aware that there may be a gap or a jump of a thousand years in a prophecy, even within the context of a single verse in the Bible. Key number three for understanding Bible prophecy is recognize prophetic duality. Often in Bible prophecy, there's a former fulfillment and later a final fulfillment. Key number four for understanding Bible prophecy is know the biblical origin of nations. Our free booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy, will help you discover the biblical ancestors of these great nations. And finally, key number five for understanding Bible prophecy is learn God's prophetic framework. My friends, I hope these principles will help you in your study of the Bible. There are exciting times ahead. The Bible clearly outlines the judgment that will be upon the Western nations if we persist in our immoral anti-God lifestyles. But can you find the United States, Canada, Great Britain, and the other English-speaking nations in Bible prophecy? If you can, you will understand major parts of vital prophecies that very few today can even begin to comprehend. So be sure to request your exciting free booklet titled, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. It will help you in your study of Bible prophecy and help you prepare for the future. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So join us again next week right here at the same time. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org.
preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.